Hey, what's up, guys? Um, welcome back to Avoiding Broke. I'm Jermaine. I'm Leanne. And we have hopefully got a really awesome session for you today. Um, you know, when we look at the whole world of money, money is not just about the paperwork and the bank account numbers. Money is very much about mentality. Uh, money is a way of being, it's a way of thinking, and it's a way of making decisions. And we have seen some really incredible articles that have been coming out in the press globally this week, um, suggesting a couple of things. So one, that redundancies are going to be incredibly high. And it's something that we kind of preempted, but we've seen it starting to filter through a little bit more. Um, and we're also seeing about the impacts of this whole economic situation on different groups of people. And one of the things that we've been thinking about on Avoiding Broke is what is that all doing to our mental state, our mental well-being? And are there any things that we should be thinking about? And can we be creative to really try to think more about what we call the money mindset and to try to get ourselves in a better mental place to be able to look after ourselves? So that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode of Avoiding Broke. Um, so if any of this resonates with you, Hang in there with us, stick through to the end, and let's see if we can really try and take charge of our finances. Why don't we maybe just dive into, firstly, a bit more context into some of the articles that we've heard about and read about in terms of redundancy, and just help me understand a little bit more of the detail. So what I think we're seeing now is that, obviously, the end of the furlough scheme has been announced, and so I'm sure businesses are now trying to work out what they're actually going to do. So we've seen a lot more kind of news articles now about the level of redundancies in particular industries. So we've seen the airlines before and stuff like that. But I think now it's wider. And one of the articles I saw said that this is going to be a global, it's going to be a global thing. This is worldwide, that um, economies are shrinking, companies need to downsize, need to get smaller, more efficient. And unfortunately, one of the things that businesses tend to do is to make people redundant. So I think that's that's basically what we're seeing now and I think it's coming out more and more. So guys, let's think tactics, right? Let's just think really hard, clear tactics. We all know that this coronavirus situation is global. There is no question about it. We all know that there are loads of different businesses that have been fully, fully, fully suffering during this time and we've all felt it in our different households. Now is the time to literally, um, you know, wake up and smell the cappuccino. This is hitting us hard and the future could be bleak. So that reality, that realisation and that absolute clarity is crucial. We also need to be really clear on the fact um, that every industry is hit. So the whole concept of job security is drifting away. If you haven't got a job, it's going to be harder to get one. There was an incredible article I saw this week that said um, in Manchester... Uh, there were 1,000 applicants for a single receptionist job. Now, that could be very much anomalous, but we need to be very quickly adjusting our mindset to the reality of what's in front of us. That unavoiding broke is really crucial to the way we go about operating. Because once you get your mindset clear on the challenges you're facing, you can start working a plan on how to get around it. But one of the things that can hold you back is if you're not looking at your challenges in a really clear way, you're living in a little bit in denial, you can be very slow to react, which means that the impacts can hit you harder. So we very much, we move fast, we move hard, and we realise what's right in front of us. I think you've hit on a really good point here. So I think, like you, like you mentioned, we're living in such an uncertain time at the minute. And typically you find people in uncertainty, you can 
bury your head in the sand and you can wait and see. Or you could think, no, actually, I'm going to take charge and I'm going to do something. And we have a choice about which of those that we want to do. And I think you're talking about the latter here. We want to take charge and we want to do something because this is our future. And your mindset is a key to that. You need to have your, your mindset in the correct place to be able to do that. Absolutely. And I know when we opened up, we were talking about redundancy because that's very much... Um, what a lot of news articles are talking about is the job losses and we see that happening. But let's be clear, on Avoiding Broke, we think we think macro. So anybody who is in a job where they're maybe not thinking that they're at risk of redundancy, we still need that real clarity on the economic pressures that we can be under. That clarity, it starts firstly, as I say, with recognising the problems that we're seeing globally always making sure we're very clear that we are not safe, we're not out of the water, job security doesn't exist, it's then working the plan. Now, one of the things that we spoke about and we often talk about in our household is our income levers, our our expenses levers and the centrality of a budget first and foremost. Why don't you just take us through some of the key elements of why we think a budget is important? So for me, I think of, when I think of the budget and why it's important, three things come to my mind. The first one is knowledge. I, it's my money, I'm responsible for it. So I need to know what I'm getting in, what's coming out. I don't wanna be surprised because I've got something coming out of my bank account and I've forgotten that I've got a direct debit set up or a standing order or something that may not be that frequent. I don't wanna be surprised. I need to know where my money is. So I want that knowledge. The second thing is confidence and by knowing my numbers, if anything unexpected happens, I feel like I would be more confidently able to deal with that. So when I'm talking about unexpected things happening, your car breaks down and you need to fix it, that can be expensive. But if I know my numbers and I may, that, I may not have that money stress there of not knowing where that money is coming from, even if I don't have the money, at least I know that up front. Um, and then the third thing about that is, is planning. There are things that I enjoy doing, things that I like doing. Um, And so in that case, I need to know where my numbers are so that if I want to do something, for example, if I want to go on holiday in the summer, then where is that money coming from to pay for that? That's I know that from my budget. That's why it's important. I love those examples. So let's actually just have a look. For, For me, there are two really important buckets that we should just dive into. Um, On the one hand, you need an insurance policy. So we have, it, we have it for our cars, we have it on our homes, we have it for our health, we've got to have it on our money. When you have got your budget, and to your point, when you know your numbers and you have been thinking holistically about unexpected things that could come up, you are creating your own insurance policy against things going wrong. Doesn't mean you're going to capture everything, but you are giving yourself the best chance. Yeah. Second bucket that I would look at is guys, we all want to live. And we want to live, hopefully, in a nice, fun way, being able to do the things that we most enjoy. And the the reality when some of these pressures hit is that we might need to be a little bit smarter about what it is we're doing, what moves we are making to make sure we can enjoy the things that we like in a responsible way. Because the reality is the name of the game right now is about being responsible, about being smart. You've got to have your insurance and you've got to be able to take your opportunities when they come as well. I, com- I completely agree with that. And that all comes from knowing, knowing what your numbers are. And like you said, there are things that we want. And it's like, how many times 
I've probably said it myself and you speak to people about things and it's like, oh, I'm not sure if I can afford that. Mm. But that that's a mindset thing. You, If you know your budget, then you know if you can afford it or not. And your your mindset can either be, oh, I don't know if I can afford that or I know I can't afford that. But do you know what? I can put in a plan in place so that I can afford that. I hear that. So if we then think about, um, if we do, we'll we just drill a little bit deeper. If we think about how you can start coming up with some insurance policies. Now, there are so many different um, numbers you hear about, the, 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 the buffer, the, the rainy day fund you should have tucked away. Everybody's opinion varies. Um, instinctively, for us, I'm just going to share with you what we do. Um, instinctively, having about six months worth of expenses is a very solid type of buffer that works for us and our life circumstances. And I think stretching that anywhere up to about a year is, 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 is it can be quite beneficial, um, particularly as we're parents as well. Having that little bit of extra security can go a long way. Now, of course, that may not be realistic for everybody, but this is the importance of doing the budget. Because when you do your budget and you look at where your expenses are crucial absolutely need to have them like your mortgage or your rent or your utilities and then you look at those additional expenses that you can start to to actually start to whittle down because you know you're in a period of economic uncertainty that's where you're going to start finding the extra money to put into your buffer pot so you're making a trade you might spend a little bit less on sky tv but then you put a little bit more in that rainy day pot that means if you find yourself in a challenging time you've got a bit of a backstop it's crucial. Anything to add here? I would say that it's, I feel like it's a really personal thing as well. And yes. The, the amount that you need in your buffer and what things you're actually saving for in your buffer or your rainy day fund are going to be different for different people. And I just think maybe of the person who is a taxi driver. For them, their car is crucial. They need that car to be running. So they may have a portion of their buffer set aside for if anything happens to my car, I've got this money there so I can fix it and I can fix it quickly because that's my income. That's a great point. It's a very, very personal decision. But you can see a little bit of the thought process where we say money is a mindset as much as anything else. Because when you've got your money and you don't think of it, say, as simply one central pot that just sits in a bank account, but you think of multiple different pots that pay for your crucial living expenses, that pay for your non-critical expenses, that pay for your nice things to have, that pay for your rainy day pot that pay for your investment pot. When you can start to think in those different types of segment, all of a sudden you start looking at your money differently. And a very powerful thing that starts happening is you become more aware of how you are trading. So say, for example, you like to go out, let's just say you like to have a Nando's once a week, or you like to have a Five Guys once a week. That could easily set you back over the course of a month, £100 or £100. But just say, for example, you looked and said, you really like the price of a certain stock. I'm making it up, but it's something that you wanted to invest in. Or just say you were worried about your job prospects. And so you wanted to start tucking away a little bit of money into your emergency fund. You may well decide to say, actually, I know for a fact I spend $100 or £100 on five guys. I'm just going to cut it in half. And I'm going to put 50 in my rainy day pot and I'm just going to be able to enjoy five guys twice a month rather than four times a month. You're still empowered to do the stuff you enjoy, but you're doing it in a much more rounded way where you're thinking about the trade-offs. 
And that is so important when it comes to getting your real stable base around money and then building to actually have even more money and assets in the future. I think it's such a good point. And I think it comes back to, I think, the first point that I mentioned about the budget, which is knowledge. Only by looking at these things and writing it down and knowing exactly what it is, you know that you would know that you spent £100 on five guys. But if you're just kind of ad hoc here and there doing this and that and never really checking, you, you may not know because... I think, as human beings, we may kind of underestimate the amount that we spend on these things that we enjoy, like a takeaway, because on its own, it doesn't seem that expensive. If, you know, I mean, you go and you spend $10 or £10 at Five Guys, that may not twig to you. 100%. So that kind of awareness and that kind of knowledge is really crucial. Um, and then the second point we were looking at was then just more about the way in which um, thinking sensibly about your budget then lets you do the things that you do really enjoy, the enablement factor. When you think of that, Leanne, give me, tell, me, tell me a little bit about what you think about being enabled by thinking about money and budgets. So I think it's those not everyday things that you really enjoy. And for me, it's things like having, having a holiday or having a, a weekend away somewhere and things like that. And I think... If I want to do those things, I need to be able to pay for it. And by having my budget there, and having, I know that I can then afford to do it. And I think you then enjoy it more because you're saving for it. You know exactly when it's coming. And it may even be the case that you've told yourself you can't afford something when you actually can. You just needed to sit down and do a bit of planning. I, look, I think that's a really crucial point about when you tell yourself you can't, avoid, uh, can't afford certain things. Guys, look, that's nonsense, okay? It's nonsense. It's, it's just a mental block that we create for ourselves um, where we have then decided to stop thinking about how can we afford it. Now, you know, I, of course, appreciate that in depending on circumstances, certain things can feel quite out of reach, which is completely understandable. And that's the case that and it affects all of us. But where it comes to things that we really aspire to, we need to be getting that confidence to actually start saying, if we understand this money more, we might be able to do something different with it. It's like if you're trying to lose weight, one of the fundamental things that you always try to do early on is understand nutrition. Because you'll look and say to yourself, if I understand what fuel I put into my body, I understand how my body reacts, I can then understand how to reverse engineer it, and I can understand how to lose weight. Or if you're trying to be good at your particular job, you go on training, you go deeper into learning, getting the knowledge, and then you're able to actually perform. Money is no different. It's absolutely no different. So you have to address the, 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 the misconception that things are really out of reach before the first thing to address is your knowledge and your understanding. And then to your point, Leanne, then you can start to look at the holidays and start to actually try to look at these things in a really sensible, enjoyable way. And, you know, one of the great things that, that you're able to do, and this is to our earlier point about the importance of segmenting your money, is if you know you enjoy holidaying, if you know you enjoy certain activities, you can commit to them early. You make it part of your budget. You make it part of your reality, make it part of your day to day. So instead of, say, getting to August and thinking, I need a holiday, and the credit card's going to take a, a, a battering, instead, you can start saving for that holiday from January, even if you haven't booked it yet. You know you want to do it, you've got the pot, and then you can go and enjoy it without, in a guilt-free way. That's so true. And I think 
like we say, it works with things like holidays, weekends away, even having like a big family meal out or something like that. It works for those kind of things. But I think another important point of this is it's never too early to think longer term. Like whatever stage of life you're in, your budget can help you if you know you want to get married one day, if you want to buy a house one day, if you want to start a family one day, or even if you're saving up for your 60th birthday because you want to do something special. It's really not too early to start thinking about those things and getting, like you say, with the holiday, you get your plan in place early and you make it part of your budget. It's not an additional expense. It's part of your budget. It's something that you're working towards. 100%. And guys, look, we know that as you're listening you can have different reasons for wanting to understand um, more about money, financial education. So I know for some of you, a budget might just be a nice to have. It really may not be, it may not feel that important. Um, and in which case, to Leanne's point, it's never too early to, to actually start to invest this time. It's still a good habit. It's still a good practice. And it still helps you do the things that you want to do um, in, a, in, a, in a far more empowered way. But there are some of you who will be listening who are really set on making improvements in your life. And you understand the, the centrality of money to the options you have, to your ability to do the things that you might want to enjoy in life, the, the way it's an enabling factor. And for those people, I would look and say, you have got to get the mentality right straight away. Straight away get the budget and understand it's it's essential it's like an engine in a car you've got to have it otherwise that vehicle does not move it's got to be done and then crucially you have to invest in it so when you look at our budget i don't mind saying the one leak that i have to actively try to um plug because i'm very bad at this is amazon amazon is a very big leak in the budget because i love to swipe and click it's so easy so easy. So it's easy. so easy to buy stuff on Amazon. So that's a big leak that we need to plug. But another very important item we have in our budget, and it's one that is protected and for me is essential expense, is the money that we invest in our own personal development. Yeah. That is the money to buy books, training courses. That is protected because that is what, that is the greatest tool we have. It's the, it's the mentality, it's the mind. And by investing we are able to gradually continue to increase our knowledge, our understanding, our consciousness, our confidence. And as all of these things grow, your ability to actually navigate all of this money, to understand it and to make better decisions over the long term, it just increases as well. And you've heard us talk in previous podcasts about the compound effect. Nothing compounds like knowledge. No, it's so true. And you've kind of got me thinking here about that kind of knowledge accumulation, but also when you're, when you're doing your budget, it fits. I think it may start off slowly and you're trying to put pieces together, and, but it builds up and you'll be so surprised at how quickly you then get to a point where you're flowing and things are working well for you. And it's just, I think it's, when you're at the beginning, it may not seem like that, but I would just say stick with it because once you get going, you'll just see the benefits. 100%. And how it keeps flowing and growing and it's, it's great. It's an amazing thing. 100%. So guys, I think that's a great place to, um, to end this segment. You know, the aim of the game is to get your mind right and you flow and grow. Most definitely. Right? Yep. I get love your, it. Get your mindset right and you flow and grow. So guys, this is what we're all about here, you know. We understand that, that financial education is crucial to all of our lives, all of us. We need to understand this stuff. 
we understand that the mindset and the mentality is is crucial to every aspect of our health, our happiness and our well-being. And we are just big advocates of making sure we bring all that together, blend it and give you the best information that we can based on our experience and, and, and understanding. Um, so if you're listening to us uh, on the podcast, uh, please subscribe so you can get your regular updates about when we go live. You know, it's usually a Sunday, but we may be trying to drop in a few additional sessions in the week. So please subscribe to the channel. Um, and if you're watching us on YouTube, please click the subscribe button. Um, please click the bell icon so you know when we go live, because again, we're going to be increasing our volume to share as much as we can, the best quality information we can with you. Um, and if you've got any comments, questions or feedback, uh, please leave them in the comments. Right. So please get in touch with us because this is how we all learn and grow. It's by sharing information and it's through repetition. Um, so if you've got any questions about what we've covered here, please do leave them. Um, any comments about things you'd like to hear more about, please do drop us a line. Um, and you're going to find us active on uh, Instagram at Avoiding Broke, uh, our Facebook page, Avoiding Broke. Uh, we're on Twitter, Avoiding Broke. We're everywhere, Avoiding Broke. Uh, <laughs> so guys, really enjoyed being with you today. Um, it's been amazing. And hopefully you've taken that lesson about just work on the mindset and you grow and flow. Uh, Leanne, any last comments from you? I would just say, please do connect with us and please do talk to us. We really, really would love to hear from you. So... Yeah, that's, that's it for me. I think you covered it. Awesome. Well, guys, look, please take care of yourselves. Um, have a great time, a great week ahead. Uh, we hope everybody's really well and we look forward to connecting with you soon. Take care, guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed that episode. We'd love to hear from you, especially any feedback that you have. So please do get in touch. The easiest way is on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, or on Twitter. And guys, the, the ideas that we cover in this podcast um, are, are based on fundamentals that we've been spending time on and covering a book called Avoiding Broke, uh, which is available on Amazon. And crucially for us, we are continuously learning. Um, so please, as Leanne says, do send your feedback in. Uh, share with us any ideas that you have, any comments, questions, and we would love for you to be part of this great journey that we're on um, to improve our financial education and improve our financial life.